what's going on everybody it's d frank i'm finally back up on the mic i know it's been a while since uh my last episode man i've it, like a little bit after i recorded that last one man i i, I just been busy ever since uh got back to work I, i've been wide open on the road that's the reason i probably don't record as many episodes as most people do but man if you know me well enough or you about to get to know me man it's uh quality over quantity over here and i'm gonna try not to ramble too long because man i didn't i didn't pretty much have a long day getting ready to leave out tomorrow as i'm recording this um having to get some stuff straightened up around the house then i get back you know gotta make sure my truck and trailer's in good condition so i get back on the road because i ain't trying to get stopped by them uh bottom people and stuff so there's that, and just I, I just been all over the place. And before I get into this one, I just want to give a few shout outs to uh, to um to, first of all to to everybody that's been listening, man. Shout out to y'all, that's, man. That's first and foremost. I won't be able to do what I'm doing right now if it wasn't for you. And then I want to give a shout out to a few other podcasts that I've been listening to um as of lately and then just some that i i just i just like in general man like um from the last episode of course you know i gotta give my boy roger from uh a friendship divided podcast a shout out man we got to get back up on the mic and do that again man uh potentially have a part two to what we did um if you haven't listened to the last episode when we was talking about the importance of of uh black people arming themselves legally you know getting comfortable with, with firearms or any kind of way to defend themselves for that matter and also through instagram i've been connecting and starting to listen to a lot of other different podcasts like uh i want to give i know i'm not going to hit every single one of them off the top of my head so if i've, I've given you compliments and just listened to your podcast gave you my feedback Shout out to you too, but if I forgot you, please forgive me. It's been a long day over here for me. Um, I've been owed uh, these people right here. Shout out the Afroclected Podcast, man. Uh, they, I, I had found out about them through Twitter, and then they did a random uh, give uh, cash giveaway a few months back, and I was selected for it. But yeah, they they up out of um, the Dayton, Ohio area, man. I I really like their show. Um, also I've been listening to, uh, the Rosie perspective, uh, the 98 show spiritual and bougie. Um, what else, what else? I know it's, it's at least two more. That's two or three more. That's off the top of my head. Um, dang, I'm just drawing a blank blank right now. Oh boy. Candid talks. Um, candid with a K, uh, the W, uh, WDTR podcast I, i've been you know i've listened to a couple of their episodes and uh also uh it's on the tip of my tongue it's almost there it's almost there y'all gotta forgive me don't judge me too bad it ain't that i'm old i'm just i'm just beat the hell i'll be i'll be working so much I, I just need to be somewhere sitting down as my as everybody would tell me um i'm about to Oh, yeah, 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 the, the Gumbo Therapy th- Podcast. So, yeah, enough about me rambling on and on about uh, about who I'm supposed to be giving shout-outs and everything, too, because, man, there's so many of y'all, and whoo, so 
It'll fry my brain trying to remember everybody as of right now. So the top of this subject is uh is another one of these uh it's been fairly it's been it's been it's been spreading around in the news lately just as much as uh is everything with Brianna Taylor. I'm gonna touch on I I'm, I should get touch on I might touch on that a little bit towards the end. Uh the Brianna Taylor situation, you know, it was in the midst of the George Floyd situation and you know just the black lives matter movement in in general this one what i'm about to touch on too uh with me being ex military it's um this one kind of touched me too in the wrong just everything that uh surround this situation is just rubbed me the wrong uh just just rubbed me the wrong way and it's just making me think about something the uh Vanessa Gillian situation out there at Fort Hood and yeah, I'm about to go ahead and give a quick backstory to that one. Back, in, well, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and just, just uh, give a, uh, just, uh, just give a timeline of everything that happened, because uh, she pretty much went missing right around, around April when everything was going on with COVID-19. Um, let's see, she, uh, her last known, t- uh, she's a private first class in the Army, stationed at uh, Fort Hood, Texas. And, and, uh, yeah, uh, on April 22nd, she sent out her last text messages, uh, text message to, uh, a specialist by the name of Aaron David Robinson. She, uh, Gillian was last seen at a parking lot at the regimental engineer squadron headquarters at Fort Hood. So about 9 PM that night, uh, April 22nd. So, you know, her uh, Vanessa's family drove up to Fort Hood to tell officials she had not responded to any kind of text messages or phone calls from her boyfriend sis, or anybody in her, you know, immediate family or someone that was close to her for that matter. So the very next day, the uh, U.S. Army, Army Criminal Investigation Division notified that Gillian was, mis- uh, Gillian was missing. If I'm mispronouncing her name, please forgive me. A witness says that before her disappearance, she left the arms room where she was working to go get a get an arms room control uh, to go to an arms room controlled by Robinson to confirm serial numbers for weapons and equipment. So two days later, on the 24th, the Belton Police Department, the Belton Fire Department, and the Texas Department of Tro- uh, a Public Safety troopers searched an area along the Leon River in Farmer Market Road 317s at the Fort Hood request for their help. Fort Hood investigators told them that a phone possibly belonging to Vanessa was pinged in the area. So Fort Hood, uh, Fort Hood, uh, the MPs, military police had issued a be on the lookout for Vanessa to uh, to surround law enforcement. So, you know, two days after that, on April 26, uh, a Facebook page with uh, the hashtag find, find Vanessa Gillian was uh, created. Uh, the day after that, the Army CID, you know, they offered a $15,000 reward for the information leading to the whereabouts of Vanessa. Let's uh, see. April 28th, the Army CID interviews Robinson. He tells him that after he finished his work on April 22nd, he went off post to his residence where that he shared with his girlfriend, Cicely Aguilar, and did not leave for the rest of the night except around 6.30 p.m. We had to come on post to sign sign on to a government computer 
to enroll and you know enroll in training. It's probably one of those boring PowerPoint classes where you just click to death. But anyways, uh, Secretary of the Army Ryan D. McCarthy starts a press uh, yeah starts a press conference about the Army's response to COVID nineteen by mentioning Vanessa. I like to start this, and I quote. I like to start this morning by taking uh, by talking about a missing soldier, Private First Class Vanessa Gillian, in hopes and increase increasing the public's awareness and assistance in finding her. Private First Class Gillian was went missing on the 22nd of April from Fort Hood, Texas. In concert with local law enforcement efforts, the Army will continuously aggressively searching for. Our hearts go out to our family, and we will not stop looking for until we find her. And that was on April 30th, so May 7th rolls around. While investigating Vanessa's disappearance, the Army CID uncovers a statement that could be considered a potential sexual harassment. After subsequent investigation, another allegation of verbal harassment involving the same individual discovered. They do not tell the public in, about the existence of this statement, uh, what the statement is, or who made it. So April, not April, May fifteenth. My, uh, I, I, I want to make sure I pronounce the first name. Myra uh, Gillian Vanessa's uh, Vanessa's sister, older sister who lives in Houston says she and her family have yet to receive any kind of information regarding the disappearance. Myra Gillian says because she and her family are not allowed on base to search, all they can do is hand out flyers in the surrounding community and wait for answers. Oh, excuse me. So May 18th rolls around. Investigators interview two witnesses who say that on April 22nd they saw Robinson pulling a large, tough box, in quotation, with wheels that appeared to be very heavy in weight out of the armed room where he worked. Two witnesses said that they observed Robinson load the, uh, load the tough box into his vehicle and drive away. So May 19th, Robinson consents to a search of his cell phone, which shows he made multiple calls to Aguilar, which was his girlfriend, the night of April 22nd, as early as 3.05 a.m., April 23rd. So May 21st rolls around... Fort Hood Police, uh, Public Affairs Director Tom E. Rydenlander uh, says they continue to investigate uh, Gillian's disappearance. At one point, more than 500 soldiers from the 3rd Cavalry Division searched daily on foot and training areas, barracks, uh, and across the post. He said, he said additional targeted searches in smaller groups of soldiers continue and aircraft from 1st Cavalry Division provided more than 100 hours of flight time to the search on and off the installation. May 23rd, someone starts a petition for the White House to hold the Army accountable for Gillian's disappearance and a subsequent investigation. It has over 180,241 signatures as of Wednesday, July 8th surpassing the amount required for the White House to respond within 30 days. June 10th, the Gillian family holds a press conference. They say they say Gillian told them prior to her disappearance that she had been sexually harassed at Fort Hood and she did not feel like she could report it. 
they call on the army to be more transparent about uh, its search for. And I quote, uh, I haven't seen anything that proves to me that they're actually serve, uh, searching, Myra Gillian says. June 12th, the Gillian family protests outside of Fort Hood demanded answers about, about the disappearance of Vanessa. June 15th, U.S. Army investigation increased the rewards leading to the whereabouts from 15000 to $25,000. The 3rd Cavalry on June 17th, regiment troopers searched from the training area near the regiment area of operations. The soldiers from Aries Troops, Pioneer Squadron, 3rd Cavalry Regiment are joined by soldiers from the 74th Multi-Bridge Reconnaissance Company. The 62nd Engineer Battalion, the 36th Engineer Brigade, Fort Hood official says that they were previous searchers on the 3rd Cavalry Regiment buildings, barracks, fields, training areas, lakes, trails at Fort Hood. June 19th, authorities have found skeletal remains in a field in Killeen, Texas. The Gillian family says it's not Vanessa. Authorities later confirmed that the remains are a, of a private Gregory Morales, who was last seen August 19th, and investigators said it has nothing there. Uh, these disappearances are not connected. Uh, June 21st, the Army CID, the Bell County Sheriff's Office, and Texas Rangers searched the Leon River at, the, at Belton at the location after data from Robinson's phone indicate that it was near the intersection of Farnham Market Road 436 and West Main Street in Belton specifically or on around the bridge around 1.59 a.m. April 23rd before going north and remaining in that area for about two hours. They found burnt remains of what appears to be that same tough box witness described uh, what witnesses described Robinson leaving Fort Hood with on April 22nd and they said they also smelled something decomposing but they did not find any human remains oh boy so on June 30th the 3rd Cavalry Regiment Division Colonel David not David well, I don't know where I got David from Colonel Ralph Overland appoints a team to investigate the allegations that Private First Class Vanessa Gillian was sexually harassed. Someone building a fence or property along the intersection of FM 436 and Hartrick Bluff Spur calls the Bell County Sheriff's Office and they discover what's believed to be human remains. The Bell County Sheriff's Office sends two detectives who concur that they look to be human remains. The detectives called Fort Hood, the Army CID, the Texas Rangers, and the FBI to stay with the remains until a mortician transports them to a medical medical examiner. Major T.J. Cruz of the Belton County Sheriff's Office told USA Today. And Aguilar tells the investigators that Robinson told her on April 27th that he had struck Gillian with a hammer in the arm room at Fort Hood, killing her. Aguilar tells the investigators that Robinson's took Gillian's body off post, picked up Aguilar from her work at a gas station, and showed up with showed the body to her. Aguilar said that they then tried to dispose of the body in multiple ways over multiple days and burned her clothes at the residence. The Lone Star Fugitive Task, Task Force tries to find Robinson, who they say has 
Oh boy, my eyes are hurting right now. Have excounted from Fort Hood. They do not share his name or the fact that they are looking for him with the public. Investigators listen, listen in while Aguilar calls Robinson. During the call, Robinson does not deny his involvement in the disappearance and the death of Gillian. Roberts texts Aguilar's pictures of the news articles about the human remains being found. He also says during the call, baby, they found the, uh, found the pieces. They found the pieces. So July 1st, 1229 a.m., Robinson fatally uh, shoots himself when confronted by law enforcement on the 4700 block of East Rancia Avenue in Killeen. Uh, Aguilar is arrested. Damien, on July 6th, Damien Phelps, a special agent with U.S. Army CID, says Robinson was not involved in a statement that is potentially sexually harassment that the Army discovered on May 7th. Phelps said that the, that the Army has not found evidence that a non-commissioned officer walked, uh, walked in on Gillian in the locker room where she was showering. The remains from June 30th, 30th are identified as Vanessa's. July 9th, Attorney General, the Attorney General who represents the Gill, uh, Gillian family announced the proposal of a bill named hashtag I am Vanessa Gillian. If which passed would help protect military victims of sexual harassment and assault. It would also uh, they will also introduce the draft of the bill to a congressional uh, press conference in Washington D.C. on July 30th, followed by a protest from the uh, from the Capitol to the White House. And I'm gonna go ahead and give my take on this because this. That's been a that's been a lot of information. That's been that's been a lot over the last ten weeks, and and it's sad. It's sad and it's disgusting, and any other adjective or whatever word you can find in between. It's a damn shame that sexual harassment and all this stuff goes on in the military. I know I can I'll speak for the Air Force more so than the Army, but they they do have all these. if anybody that's been in the military, specifically like Air Force, because I can speak for that, knows that they always have us do uh, do these uh, classes about sexual harassment and everything like that. And they usually brief. We normally get those briefings uh, at least three or four times a year. More specifically, I can think of probably like around Memorial Day weekend or Labor Day or any time that most you know most uh AFLCs or you know known as jobs MOSs whatever whatever you would know you know like whatever your job was in the military um man it's that we, we would normally get those those kind of I was about to say we would normally get those uh get those briefings right around the time of 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 you know like major holidays or any time when we have have an extended period of time off, and man, it's and it's just, and I'm just sitting here, just just, I, I might be a little bit quiet, but I'm just taken back by it, and it's just making me think, uh, and it's just making me think about uh, just just a lot of things that I've seen in the five years that I was in, and it's it's, it's just it's just a lot that's just. 
I was about to say, and it's just a lot that just goes that goes through my mind, and just it's, it's a damn shame that it's that 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 uh, that this sexual assault and sexual harassment type, and it's, that shit is more common in the military than than you know than a lot of people realize. And then with everything that was going on, it made me realize like how common and how often this shit happens. And then like she was saying that. Um, like they were saying when I was uh, reading the timeline that that damn uh, that she didn't feel comfortable reporting and I've I've talked to you know I've I've talked to and I've known of some people who actually that had to have to file one of those reports and I know when I was in you know they have routes of going by the way you could do it restrictive or unrestricted and it's a lot of to to me from the outside looking in because I. I I couldn't imagine what the victims have to go through when they do that. But I think from the outside looking in, it's just like the reason I can probably see why some of them don't, you know, just file restrictive and they don't just take it up as far as they can take it is because it seems like it's more of a headache and a hassle than anything to do it. And then and some of the victims probably, they probably don't feel brave enough or it's it's just a suck ass feeling to just even try to put myself in their shoes because I really you know I haven't been on either side of that but I would try to em- um, show empathy to anybody that's been a victim of it but the the military you know they as a whole they do try to preach uh, to give off this image that you know there's it seems like there's no such thing as racism sexism you know sexual harassment but man. That can that's the furthest damn thing from the truth. And I can, you know, I, I can sit here and say that because like I was just saying, I I I can think of at least two people off the bat that I'd known that had to, you know, that they had to file a one of those harassment, you know, one of those uh ooh, I'm getting tongue tied. It's probably time me get ready to go to sleep or soon. But I've I've known the two people who had to even file you know, those cases, I don't think they, I think they kept it restricted, but I can just only imagine the, the psychological, the psychological trauma that they're going through, and then with this situation right, right here, man, uh, it probably don't make it no better for them, and my heart goes out to Vanessa's family, or anybody's family that's going through this, and then, it's, it's, and for me personally, I'll just go ahead and say this. The military, the army, they should be a damn shame for how they fucking handled that damn case with this shit. Because how how could you let a whole person go missing and not be a, be held accountable? Because cause I, I can tell you for a fact, they, they be preaching all this shit down your throat at times about, uh, it seems like they well, care about people, you know, going out and getting DUIs and shit more so. Well, that that is something you should be concerned with, but it seems like they they pick and choose what what situations and what cases and things should be taken more seriously. Because I've seen people, I've seen the wrath of God come down on people because of because of them feeling, you know, probably feeling like a, 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 a as we known in the Air Force as a damn a, a CDC, you know, feeling the intercourse on a damn CDC or some shit compared to this situation like this. How could you let a whole human being go missing 
and you know try to sweep the shit under the rug when you come to reporting it because if that would have been a piece of equipment uh with the air force like if if it had been something coming off that flight line or anything that they spend all this high dollar on other than a person from the way it seems they know damn well they would have had all us out there in the middle of the night probably pulling extra duty until the shit come up and then they're gonna punish everybody uh, you know, if it was just one person that was, you know, being involved in it. So, to me, it's, it's no damn excuse. And the military needs to be held accountable. And they, something of this need to be uh, need to be done. And it's a damn shame that it had to take for somebody to basically come up. Uh, I would say for somebody to get killed, dismembered, and their body thrown out and treated like trash, pretty much, just for this to be brought. Uh, you, you know, just for them to, uh, you know, to put a microscope on this kind of problem that's be going on in the military. And I'm pretty sure that there are other victims out there who have been uh, sexually harassed or whatnot. And that's been killed off. That's probably been, you know, they've been, you know, and their bodies probably have never been found or has happened so far in the past that it's been swept under the rug, ruled off as a suicide or whatever it is, man. Um, it's, 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 man, it's been about time for the military to clean up their shit, man. And and uh, the, that's that's all I could pretty much really say without going too much further up, up on the damn rant. So I'm a I'm about to get ready to get off this mic and leave this one as it is. So hopefully next time when I get back up over here, or if there's any, or if there's anything else I might have to add to. I, I I don't know. It's just, I. It's it's just a damn shame of how common this shit is. Well, and most you know most of the time it don't even uh, garner buzz in within you know within your flight you know the Air Force turns or with the Army platoon or you know whatever it is. It's a damn shame that it takes shit like this for to happen. For you know it to really be taken serious, man, and it's it's time for a change, and and that's that's why I'm into that because I could probably sit here and just probably talk about exam. You know what? I could probably give examples of this. Some of this stuff. it's more common than you think because, like, especially if you work in some of those people that work in you know like shops and um, or wherever where you're not really dealing with the public as much, man. There's no telling what kind of kind of shit that be said, you know, that be said and be joked about what joked about or whatever, as you seen with uh with uh Robinson when he killed Vanessa or whatnot. When you know if they're not really dealing with customer service pretty much, and if they got a job where they can be off, you know, away from the public, man, almost any fucking thing goes. So, man, it's 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 time for them to get the shit together and just. It, it, it's, it's time for a change, man. This shit is sickening. It's it's disgusting, and it, it, something needs to be done about it. And that's why I'm gonna leave that right now before I really just get all pissed off and just go to bed mad. And I'm not trying to do that. So, anyways, I appreciate everybody's support and just everybody. Just with all the craziness that's going on in the world, just try your best to sit back and just take a deep breath and just remember to take everything one day at a time. I'm out.